What's up, pro wrestling fans? Welcome to this week's edition of Dork Side of the Ring. It's the podcast where your nerdy obsession with professional wrestling is not only tolerated, it is celebrated. I am Matt Marbury with me at the table, Adam Tollefson. Fans at home, don't look at Suzuki in his eyes. Mm. <laughs> Who said that? One of the announcers on Forbidden Door. Mm, that would have been Rampage or like Collision. Mm. I think Shivani probably. Shivani? Skiavone? Yeah. That made me <laughs> laugh because he was doing the crazy face. Suzuki was doing the crazy face. Oh, but he looked so cute on Sunday. On Sunday, yeah. The Suzuki gods. <laughs> yeah. Lay <Lay's> Suzuki gods. <laughs> I loved that. Sexy murder grandpa. <laughs> Ooh, he is so sexy. <laughs> All right, guys, we are once again presented to you by our friends over at Freak Toys. They won an award today, like Sheboygan County Best, uh, I should have looked it up. Antique and collectible style store, yeah, we shared it on our Facebook, Matt. Absolutely, we did, you did, I appreciate that. But yeah, check them out, man, Sheboygan, Wisconsin, if you want to go to the brick and mortar store, freaktoys.com, if you want to check out their inventory online. Be sure to use the code DORKSIDE to save yourself 15% off your purchase. Um, also, rate, review, subscribe to the show wherever you find it. Tell a friend about it. That's the best way to spread the word, if you will. And uh, it, it helps out more than you think. We also have a Pro Wrestling Tees shop, uh, prowrestlingtees.com slash ring. And uh, we've got four designs up there, and I think they're all pretty cool. Got to imagine there's going to be a 4th of July sale. There, You know it. There we go. There there's there's your time. People. All right. Well, as we sit down, we got a treat for you guys later too. Um, field field report from Forbidden Door from the Great White North. Isn't that uh, spot on? Yeah. Live from the from the killing fields <laughs> from the forbidden <laughs> wasteland. Um, all right. Well, as we sit down to record, it is a pretty big day in pro wrestling history. June 28th, 2023, and... On this day in pro wrestling history... 1983, the Brothers Strongbow, Chief J and Jules, defeated Mr. Fuji and Mr. Saito for the WWF Tag Team titles at a house show. But it was no ordinary house show, because it's in Madison Square Garden. The Garden. Going the to the garden. garden. 1986... Sherry Martell defeated Candy Divine, sounds like a stripper, for the AWA World Women's Championship at AWA Battle of the Bay in Oakland, California. That's fun. Yeah. Kurt Henning, Shawn Michaels, and Marty Jannetty were also on the card. Nice. It's weird. You don't hear about the AWA running. Way out there. Way out there. Yeah. 1993, the Bruise Bros defeated the Rock and Roll Express to win the Smoky Mountain Tag Team titles. In Council, Virginia. I believe that's the uh, Harris Brothers. The oh, okay. Brothers? Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I would assume, anyways. I, yeah. Anytime One of this, the many names. Yeah. Anytime in this era you hear a tag team in Smoky Mountain or, or you know, that you just don't realize, you're like, it's probably those Harris boys. It's a good bet. 1997, WCW presented Saturday Nitro from the Great Western Forum in Inglewood, California. Show was the first of six to have a pay-per-listen option where, for a small fee, you could listen to the action being called 
Um, it would pop up on like a real player on the WCW website. Wow. It was like 10 bucks. And instead of like listening to the call of a baseball game, yeah, you would hear like Jim Ross and Tony Schiavone or whatever. Well, I guess this is 97, so it's a little later than that. But you get what I'm saying. Yeah. They would just call the matches for you. It's almost like when you would back in the day with the cable box or whatever, when you, you could turn on the pay-per-view channel and it would be scrambled, but you could still usually hear it. Sometimes, yeah. We spent a lot of time doing that. Yeah, I was going to say that's right up our alley. Uh, if they didn't have the cable box thing, we'd have, we probably could have mustered together, you know. It was, I think it was like 10, 10 bucks. 10 bucks to, <clears throat> to at least hear it if we can, you know, raise the 50 to, to get it. Yeah, <laughs> but it's, it's just funny. Like, it has to be on the WCW website. It's just an embedded real player. Uh, on the show, though, Chris Jericho defeated six for the WCW Cruiserweight Championship. Nice. 1997, ECW presented Orgy of Violence. Never heard of that one. Me neither. From Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, uh, Taz retained the TV title over John Cronus. The Dudleys retained the tag titles over the Gangstas. Mm. And in the main event, RVD and Sabu defeated the Sandman and Tommy Dreamer. Classic. 1998, WWE's King of the Ring pay-per-view was held in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Ken Shamrock was crowned the tournament winner and new king by defeating the Intercontinental Champion, The Rock, in the finals. Uh, Kane defeated Stone Cold Steve Austin in a first blood match Mm -hmm. to win the WWF Championship. But the show was one of the most memorable of all time for that Hell in a Cell match between Mankind and The Undertaker, man. 25 years ago, today. It's crazy. That went down, and I know Conrad... Thompson is is revisiting that on a lot of his podcasts. Yeah. Check those out. Um, I listened to the Mick one. You listened to the Mick one? It's good. I listened to that one, too. It wasn't... It's you, funny. I'm sure you've heard most of it before. Um, what was something that popped out that I was like, oh, I didn't even... Maybe it's the first time you met Stephanie McMahon. Yeah, I think so. Or, or something, something like, like that. that. Yep. Yeah. Um, also, it was the night that Pat Patterson's partner passed away. Yes, and he's like, did um, I kill Louie? Yeah. <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> S- Stone Cold had been working with uh, an elbow that had a severe staff infection in it. Oh, yeah. Undertaker's on a, a basically a broken ankle. Like, Yeah, it was messed up. What, oh, oh that, the other one, I know what it was. I was thinking of, he thought it was possibly the first time in North America that thumbtacks were used in a match. And he said, maybe, okay, if not that, then definitely WWF. Yes, I'll give him that. I will yeah. totally give him that. But no, there there had to be other, you know, outlaw mud shows that were that were using tacks. Sure. Yeah. Um, On the Pritchard show, they didn't do a new one, but they did like a revamped. They talked about it previously or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I don't know how much you can believe of this, but he's like, no, Mick. Mick said he was going to do the thumbtack spot because Mick makes it sound like it was almost like a last-minute decision that he really had to run it by Vince or or whatever. Um, Bruce is like, no, Richie Posner, the props guy, got the thumbtack, sterilized all the thumbtacks. And I'm just like, yeah, fucking right, dude. 1998? <laughs> no, um, I don't uh, think they do that now. <laughs> a great point was brought up, though. Um, if this happens a year later or whatever, if the Owen thing happens before this, no way does he get okay to, to jump off the cell. And also if this goes more poorly than it did, Owen probably never gets okay to do the harness. Good point. Yeah. No shit. Nuts. Right. It's almost like, yeah, it went too good for, you know, 
Yeah. It wasn't enough to scare him off. Good for Mick. Not so good for Owen. Yeah. yeah. 2009, WWE presented The Bash from the Arco Arena in Sacramento, California. Three titles changed hands on that show. Rey Mysterio defeated Chris Jericho in a mask versus title match to win the Intercontinental title. Chris then immediately tagged with Edge to capture the tag titles over Carlito and Primo and Ted DiBiase Jr. and Cody Rhodes in a triple threat match for the tag titles. Damn. Golden <laughs> Lion getting all the funny. gold. Um, and then finally, Michelle McCool defeated Molina to win the women's championship. Hmm. 2012, Christopher Daniels and Frankie Kazarian, together known as Bad Influence, defeated AJ Styles and Kurt Angle for the TNA World Tag Team titles at a TNA taping in Orlando, Florida. Oh, yeah. 2007, the DEA raided the office of Dr. Phil Aston, who was Chris Benoit's personal physician, stemming from prescription medication being found in the Benoit family home after that tragic murder-suicide that was... Mm few days prior um uh the the raid was the beginning of a case against aston for illegally prescribing medication to a number of patients and eventually ended in a prison sentence for the doctor yeah well you got rules to follow man there's rules was it like the oath right like the hypocritic oath yeah i think you're i think you're onto something yeah you can't be doing that we're not all i'm saying is you can't be doing yeah 2013 matt Bourne, the second generation wrestler and son of tony Bourne, passes away at age 55 in planto texas from an accidental overdose of morphine and hydrocodone Mm. Uh, Bourne was most well known to the uh, as the wrestler to first portray doink the clown uh, he also wrestled under his own name in the very first WrestleMania against Ricky Steamboat. Oh, I'm aware. Uh, and was Big Josh in WCW. First uh, Super Brawl, if you've never seen it, just just like Google uh, Big Josh Super Brawl entrance. Yeah. Because he fucking walks two bears down the ramp. They're on their hind legs the whole time, and one of them's pissing the entire time. Yeah. And then he just, like, hands them off to, he's, like, just cheeky smiling while he's Walking out two bears, bears. yeah. fucking bananas, dude. Just check that out. There's definitely some um, questions on his uh, death. I, I did watch The Dark Side yeah. on him. If you, and, if you, you know, according to his daughter and stuff. Uh, basically yeah. just according to his daughter and maybe like one ex-wife. Right, right. They're just like, no way. Um, but I don't know. It seemed like he had some hard living and I could totally see that just happening. Yeah. You know, they just don't want to believe it. Everybody's like, no, they looked into it. There's no. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But it, but it is messed up that she didn't call for like two hours because that's like in the police report true but, but it's not like this she is a killed pattern him. of yeah, behavior yeah. Sure. where he's always coming in fucked up and like yeah, maybe yeah. he's always making noises when he's yeah that's i mean true. we don't know no yeah we don't know 2015 jeff jarrett defeated bobby Roode, drew galloway eric young and matt hardy to win the five-way king of the mountain match yeah and the TNA King of the Mountain Championship. They had a title, they had a for, title for it, huh? Okay. At TNA Slammiversary in Orlando, Florida. Still unfamiliar with the uh, King of the Mountain match, actually. Yeah, I didn't look it up after last week. <laughs> Birthdays. How many? We have one living and one past. I got one shot. John Heidenreich. Ooh, I heard that name. Yeah, he, uh, this guy, if you've never seen John Heidenreich. Huge. Yeah, he is like... if. 
if Vince McMahon was going to play No Mercy and create a wrestler, there we go. It's fucking Heidenreich, man. Or God and create a specimen from. Yeah, and then um, I think he got. Didn't he get like a run with animals, like Legion of Doom? Mm-hmm. I think two thousand yes. or something. Or yes, possibly a. No, I'm thinking of Nate. Uh, let's see, possibly if he's diffused with Taker, but maybe that's. Um, is there a Nate, a gigantic Nate? I'm not remembering. Nasty anyway. Nate. I don't know. Nasty Nate. Uh, Heidenreich, let's say he is probably these days 57. 51. Oh, overshot. And then, sadly, Boris Malenko, the great Malenko, father of Dean Malenko, passed away in 1994 at the age of 61 for leukemia or from leukemia. And we uh, appreciate your contributions to this great sport. Of professional wrestling. It's now time for the Retro Raw Review. All right, this is a pretty historic Raw. It happened on the heels of King of the Ring the night before, King of the Ring 1999. Did you check it out? Nope. Um, it was okay. It wasn't too bad. Uh, Mr. Ass Billy Gunn defeated X Pac in the finals to be crowned the King of the Ring. And aside from the tournament matches, we only got three other bouts. Undertaker retained the WWF championship over The Rock. Uh, McMahon's defeated Stone Cold Steve Austin in that ladder match. Both of those matches had tons of shenanigans and fuckery. Uh, We also saw the first pay-per-view and uh, maybe even the first televised match between the Hardy Boys and Edge and Christian. Mm. And it was actually really good. Like, when you go back and watch it, it was almost like a throwaway on the pay-per-view. They didn't hype it at all. Right. But you were like, dude, these guys have something. You right. Could, you could literally see it. Um, so, so check that out. Uh, if you're looking for a you know random pay-per-view to put on, that's you could do way worse than that one. For sure. Retro Raw. We are, it's the June 28th, 1999 edition. We are at the Charlotte Coliseum in Charlotte, North Carolina. In the arena, the corporate ministry are heading to the ring. Led by the new 100% owners of the WWF, Vince and Shane McMahon. They got it back. It's cause for a celebration, Adam, apparently, as balloons and confetti are falling from the rafters. Smiles all around. First course of business. We're going to fire Stone Cold Steve Austin from his CEO position. Vince says that Austin is now on the bottom rung of the ladder. However, he's going to be in action tonight in a preliminary bout. (laughs) Um, also, he's going to be on the ring crew taking down the yeah. ring if you want to stick around the show and, and uh, watch that. Watch that. Uh, <laughs> Vince also says that there is a complete harmony in the corporate ministry right now. Then we get some familiar music. If you ever take a trip done, I was like, whoa. The boss man will make you walk the line. I was like, sweet. Yeah. He's using his uh, good guy music. His you old know? theme. That's right. He does come to the ring. He's still wearing the black like SWAT gear. He gets right in Shane and Vince's face. But then he's just like, I love you guys. I love you guys. I thought they were going to beat him down. <laughs> I, thought they, I thought they were too. However, he's just welcomed back into the corporate ministry and you know with open arms, yeah, literally. They, yeah, they hugged it out. They, they all did a big group hug. <laughs> Stone Cold Steve Austin's music hits. He's out for some words. He says that he was screwed last night. The whole thing was complete BS. Now, during the match, first of all, Shane got taken out quote, taken out on heat. Mm. So Vince was told he could find a suitable replacement. Right. 
And he's trying to like get somebody way better than Shane. You know what I mean? Of like Triple H or some, you know, somebody like that. Yeah. Um. So, however, GTV came up during the pay per view, mm. and you see Shane McMahon and the Mean Street Posse being like, "Oh, we got one over on those guys or whatever." Damn. So they, they got know, busted. They got busted. Um, <laughs> and then so so Shane has to wrestle the match with Vince, and then there's the fuckery of the briefcase going up when Austin's climbing the ladder. Yeah, still and that uh, never gets paid off. Exactly. We don't know who did still that. Still folklore, Lord of this day, right? Like no one ever knows. Who was behind that? Well, do we, we're never going to find that out? I think it's like that, and it's like the, you know, what did Vince have? The golden eggs or golden <laughs> yeah, The golden something. Snape? There's some it's Harry Potter. Yeah, they had that. They had something in the lockbox yeah. that he was, there is. Um, well, maybe we'll just the, see. The GM commissioner. Yeah, the anonymous or, or, Yeah, anonymous ro- There we go. That. Bring, bring. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Michael never. Cole has to, like, get the glasses out. <sighs> <laughs> he's always like, God damn it. <laughs> well, we'll we'll see. I don't know. Um he's he being Austin said that he smelled it coming, so he had an insurance policy. He rewrote a few things in his contract, gave himself some more money, and a clause that he can't put his hands on Vince McMahon directly unless provoked has been tossed out. Love it. He also says that he booked a match for tonight, a WWF title match between himself and The Undertaker. Beautiful. That's what you do. He he didn't waste his time when he was top dog up in that tower. Nope. He made use of it. Match one, Ken Shamrock versus Steve Blackman in a weapons match. Uh, Ken cuts a promo before the match. He says he's going to get his hands on Vince. And for this match, the only weapons he needs are his fists. That's right. Camera one, camera two. Doesn't go well <laughs> for Ken. Um, <laughs> some of these shots from Steve Blackman looked brutal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some are nasty. I'd like to see Boss Man versus Black Man in a weapons match. Me just, too. You know? What kind of toys are going to yeah, get Yeah, just start pulling, you know, Black Man's got the duffel bag. Boss Man's got all his little, you know, pockets in his, on his jacket. Because he kept pulling out cool stuff. I know. It's like a keto sticks At, and, and uh, nunchucks and all sorts of stuff. <laughs> At one point, Boss Man just pulls out a hand grenade and pulls it in. <laughs> I'll drop it. Yeah. <laughs> this will be a draw. Yeah. <laughs> um, so Ken just gets beat down by Steve. Yeah. And then Steve just like, he doesn't cover for the win or anything. He just at one point just packs his shit back up in the bag and walks out. I love it. And I mean walks out straight out of the building. Yeah, again, just right out, <laughs> did his job. Uh, but not really because I don't, did he technically well, win he, the match? Well, it doesn't matter. He kicked the shit out of Shamrock. Shamrock's bleeding out of his mouth sure, and stuff. That's true. Um, Ken refuses medical attention for that, by the way. Right. Michael Cole's in the ring. He's going to introduce the new king of the ring, badass Billy Gunn. Uh, he's still, Billy Gunn's still wearing one of those tag titles that he won last oh, yeah. week on Raw um, in his six-man match. Cole says that Bradshaw is going to come to the ring and take it from him, but Billy did not seem phased. He instead lays out an open challenge. Triple H and China come out, but they don't want to fight. Uh, <laughs> Hunter's there for business, man. Um, apparently, Road Dog and X Pac are claiming all of the DX royalties for themselves. He's like, "Hey, Billy, uh, your uh, quarterly check was a little low, wasn't it? So was mine." <laughs> I just thought that was kind of funny. I did too. I liked that. <laughs> um, 
He's like, I'll, I'll even, I'll even lend you China. Yeah, because Hunter's like, I got my hands full. I have a singular goal, and that's the WWF right, title. Right. But you and China can go be bill collectors and take care go, of Road Dog. Go get our money back. I thought that was funny. I loved it. Uh, the Rock though hits the ring. He attacks Hunter. Hunter cost the Rock the title the night before. That's the whole story there. Gotcha. Michael Cole's back for another segment this time with Chaz. Chaz is uh, with his girlfriend, and he's like. <laughs> All these gimmicks they gave me. I was a nun. I was a woman. Was like I'm a, I was a spider. I don't remember yeah, that one. I was a spider. <laughs> I don't remember that gimmick. Headbanger. I don't. I don't remember the spider one either. Remember the nun. Yeah. Remember the, the flying bangers. nuns or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. So, anyways. So I'm Chaz now. And then it goes right into GTV this week, which catch, captures Test and Stephanie McMahon leaving a uh, a Marriott and getting into a car. Well, maybe they were just there to you know. Have some dinner. Maybe. Marriott's have restaurants sometimes. That's true. Match two was meat with PMS versus Chaz with Mariana, who was uh, Mrs. Beaver Cleavage before. Um, This is the match we were supposed to see last week under very different circumstances. Chaz got the W with a pretty sweet, like, inverted D Death Valley driver. Yeah. An inverted Death Valley driver was pretty sweet. They called it an inverted slam. Did they? Yeah. In the back, what a maneuver. Um, in the back, Shane and the Mean Street Posse kicked the shit out of Test in lieu of that uh, GTV segment. You don't date Shane's Oh, sister. Shane was hot. Hardcore Holly's out next. He takes a couple uh, verbal shots at Big Show. Then he challenges Kane to a match. What the fuck is this guy thinking? Uh, he doesn't care. Holly no, is hardcore. But. He is. Match three, Hardcore Holly versus Kane. Moments into the match. I swear, moments into every match on this show, mm-hmm. somebody came down. Yeah, it doesn't take long. Uh, Big Show well. comes down. <laughs> yeah, Big Show delivers an insane choke slam to Kane. Like he held him up there. Yeah, he got him up. Somehow, Teddy Long didn't see it. Bob Holly pins Kane with one foot. Gets Kane the win over Kane. Is pissed. After yeah, this. <laughs> he is so pissed. He it delivers ch- four choke slams of his <laughs> yeah. own to uh, to Bob Holly before the official is able to. Pretty much just scrape Bob Holly out of the ring. Like he looked legit fucked up. Yeah, too. It was bad. Tried doing that four times. Good right. Yeah. Match four: The Rock versus Triple H and Ch- with China. Um, there was some electricity to this one. Didn't last uh, long though. As Billy Gunn ran, runs in, he hits Rocky with some sort of club. Looked mm-hmm. like he grabbed it out of Blackman's bag. Right. Hebner called for the bell. The Rock won it by DQ. Uh, in the back, we see Draz and Prince Albert beating the shit out of Val Venus yeah, from are. last week, I guess. Match five, Godfather versus Edge. Prince Albert and Draz head to the ring again almost immediately. Draz runs a referee distraction while Albert hits his finisher on the Godfather. Edge didn't see it, but he covers for the win. And then after the match, Albert was going to pierce the tongue of one of the Godfather's hose. Yeah. <laughs> like, he grabbed it with the clamps. Yeah, he, I love this. Yeah. He's just he's got, you know, the tattoo shop in a bag. Like, what else can they offer, you know? And they're like, you want your skin dyed? You want <laughs> you go eyebrows? We can go, yeah, like, what else do they do? Tattoo, piercings? I feel like we're missing something. Um, body modification, maybe. Some they sort of make body like modification. A, yeah, make a, like a lizard tongue or something Microblading like that. or whatever go. they call yeah. it. I don't know. There's all kinds of shit. <laughs> Install some horns in his head or something. Ooh, Ray Mysterio will be asking for that in a couple years. <laughs> Actually, probably right about this time. Um, <laughs> um, Edge does make the save. He doesn't let that happen to the hoe. Um, he then celebrates in the ring with the Godfathers and the ladies 
while Gangrel looks on from the back of the crowd. He doesn't look very thrilled. Looks very disappointed. Match six was Billy Gunn versus Bradshaw. I think this was a singles match for the tag titles. Like, yeah, that's what they I made it too. seem like if Billy Gunn beat Bradshaw, he was going to walk away with both titles and get to find a partner. Then find, or yes. Um, I did think Billy was going to pull it off because there was some miscommunication that led to Farouk hitting Bradshaw with one of the belts. So did I. I was like, oh, here it is, you know. <laughs> but then X-Pac, Billy was going for that Famouser off the second rope. He's yeah. been hitting that lately. X-Pac shoves him off uh, in, right into a vicious clothesline from hell, turned him inside out. Bradshaw got the pin, and then a big melee ensues, ensues with the former members of DX. China attacks X-Pac, Road Dog attacks China. Yeah. Yeah. Ivory's out next. She says that there is finally a champion that can wrestle and not a Barbie doll. Uh, she says there isn't any competition left. She issues an open challenge to any of the audience members to step up. And one does. Um, she does pretty well at first, but she forgot that Nicole Bass was in the ring. You don't want to forget about Nicole Bass. Yikes. And she gets taken out at that point. Um, kind of funny. The gal in the match, her name is Malia Hosaka. She was signed to WWF Developmental at this time. Okay. Um, she had appeared on Nitro a year prior facing Starla Sexton, wow. who would go on to be Molly Holly. Oh, okay. Um, and WWF was going to debut Hosaka as Aphrodisia and pair her with S.A. Rios, who is coming down the pike pretty quick. Oh, wow. Um, but the whole gig ends up going to Amy Dumas, who ends up being Lita. Lita. But I thought that was kind of funny. This is the gal that was going to be pegged for that Lita role, if you will. Yeah, interesting. Match seven, Jeff Jarrett versus X-Pac for the IC Championship. I think this was my favorite match on the on the show. I liked it quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I did. I felt bad. Like, the fans are constantly chanting puppies. Mm-hmm. Like, constantly. But there was a small section right by ringside that kept chanting Mongo. Mongo, Mongo. And I was like, oh, it's her ex-husband. Like, Oh, that's right. Yeah. I, I forgot like, that's about that. Shitty. I'm like, why are they? <laughs> yeah. Um, like most of the matches on this show, it was interference that led to the finish. Billy Gunn comes down when Deborah had referee Jimmy Corderas distracted. He hits the famous around X-Pac. That allows Jeff Jarrett to get the win. Uh, main event time, match eight, Undertaker versus Stone Cold Steve Austin four. The WWF Championship. The stipulation in this one is if any members of the corporate ministry interferes in the match, the Undertaker will forfeit the title. Uh, it had a pretty big fight feel to it. It did. It was, crowd it was, the crowd was as, rocking. Yeah. And they got a lot of time. I think there was about a 15 or 16 minute match, which on Raw is quite a bit. Right. When the dust settles, we have a new world champion. A pair of stunners puts Undertaker down. Um, I think one of them might have got the job done, but Paul Bear pulled the referee out of the ring. Yeah. He also uh, hit uh, Austin with a shoe at one point, but it was behind the ref's back, which <laughs> <Yes>. I loved. <laughs> He's been, he pulled the shoe gimmick out at King of the Ring, too. It's <laughs> yeah. kind of funny. Um, Taker wallops Austin with the title after the match, busts him open pretty good. Show fades to black as Austin's getting pummeled in the corner. He's a bloody mess, actually. Yeah, at least he's got the belt back. I told you in the beginning this was a historical Monday Night Raw. Um, historical for the fact that we have a new WWF championship, Stone Cold Steve Austin. Um, he's only the third man to win the WWF title four times. He joins Hulk Hogan and Bret Hart. Okay. Um, this match is the most watched wrestling match and segment in the history of cable television. 
scoring a 9.5 rating. Damn. Which meant nearly one in every 10 homes that had cable had this match on. An estimated 10.7 million viewers. That's incredible. Um, by comparison, this is your life segment, which is often cited as the most watched segment in history. Mm-hmm. Only got an 8.4 rating. Wow. So I don't know why that's always talked about. Yeah, but I was going to say, I wonder why they go to that instead of this. Not sure. Interesting. Um, the show as a whole failed to surpass the the May 10th episode, which we talked about was the highest The rating. highest, right. Um, that show ran unopposed, and that was an 8.4. But this show still crushed WCW uh, 3.6 to 6.8 in the ratings. Mm. Now they're not even getting twos, dude. It's crazy. Yeah, right. Sign of the times. WC, WCW sucks. Master P swallows. Ooh, I'll just piggyback on that. Uh, Master P equals bankruptcy. I don't know what's going on with Master <laughs> Somebody P. Somebody hates time. Percy there, huh? <laughs> I guess. Um, forget puppies. We want beaver. Mmm. Um, I have a bone for Deborah's puppies. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I like, this is creative. That's pretty good. You're an asshole. Yes. <laughs> Shane blows donkeys. <laughs> I ride the hoe train. Nice. Um, I'm on probation. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best. That one wins. Uh, I'm out. Stone Cold drinks Zima. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm out too. <laughs> I like the Zima one. I did too. It's great. Next up, it's time to go into the darkness. It's a news segment. It's a part of the show where we talk about what's coming your way in the world of wrestling figures and collectibles. We also discuss any items that have recently made their way into our personal collections. All right, we definitely have some stuff. We have the demolition pre-order from the Major Wrestling Figure Podcast, their big rubber guys line. Um, Closest thing ever to LJN is what they're saying. Yeah. And if you want to get in on those, that pre-order is coming to an end on a July 1st. So you have like a day and a half, two days um, when this drops. Cardona has tipped his cap to the next one. Did you see that? No. Marty Janetti. Oh, I did read something, but I didn't know what exactly what it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Marty Janetti. He showed up like the prototype, like the drawing. It's going to be kind of like Rocker's gear, of course, and it looks, nice. it looks pretty cool. Um, pro wrestling tees. They got another micro brawler up for a two week pre-order that started today. It's Sting. Stinger. Um, classic surfer sting. He's in the USA gear. Was that uh bash at the beach? 1990 or great American bash. 1990. Oof, you got I think, um, gotta be one of those, right? 1799 is the cost plus shipping hundred chase variants. This one's on me. I got this one. Um, Go and get three in hopes of a chase. Yep, I am. Um, WWE.com. This is fun. We don't normally get stuff from them. Uh, They showed off a photo gallery of some upcoming stuff. Now, they drop pretty I think every month they drop like a photo dump of upcoming Mattel stuff. Okay. The problem is most of the time we've seen everything that they drop. Uh, this gal- image gallery was like 218 photos or some shit like that. Oh, wow. I mean, it was a lot. Um, but I was scrolling through it, and there was, some, there was a couple new things. They're, they're putting out a new basic ring that includes the big blue steel cage. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, it's under like the Legends banner or whatever. Oh, so you know what? I saw that on the major 
Instagram or something. Did you? And I just thought it was a ring like they were doing or something. No. Okay. That's very cool, though. Yeah. Bring, bring them back Big Blue. I love that. Um, series 6 Superstars. We knew that Hogan in the um, Red and Yellow was coming out, and we knew that Piper was coming out. But the other two in that I line. did see this. Pretty sweet. Uh, Captain Lou Albano. And he looks awesome. He does look awesome. He's got a, like a breakable uh, gold like record. The gold record, right? Yeah, yeah. And then Vader. Vader. Yeah. With, with like boys. the cape and stuff. Yeah. Looks great. I'm excited for that. I love that line. I hope. I, I've seen the same superstars just warming the pegs, you know, the Ric Flairs and the uh, Bray Wyatts and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I'm just kind of chalking it up to distribution problems, and and I just saw that they started clearancing them at Walmart. They're down to like 13 bucks for those or whatever. Um, but hopefully that's to get rid of them so they can start bringing a new product, and i just like to get them on some sort of a schedule because um, they're my favorite figure line going. Yeah, they rule. I love those things. Um, what else did we see? Oh, we saw uh, packaging for the Ringside Collectibles Uso Ultimates. They look phenomenal. And we saw packaging for the Ultimates uh, Undertaker and Gobbledygooker. They look awesome. You can pre-order those on Amazon right now, too. Um, Possible leaks for Mattel Elite 106. Jimmy and Jay Uso, Sami Zayn. So I'm assuming it's all going to be bloodline shit. Uh, um, Chad Gable, Roxanne Perez. That'll be her first elite and a new Paul Bearer. And I'm kind of hoping we get like red suit. Oh, I haven't seen a picture. Okay. I just, this is a possible. Well, I'm, just, leak. I'm just trying to think in my head of what they haven't they done. Well, I'm hoping we or get blonde. like blonde. Yeah. That's kind of what I'm hoping. I think he did red suit with the blonde, actually. Did he? Yeah. Mm. I think you're thinking of James Mitchell. No, I don't. Remember. I might be. <laughs> I don't remember Paul Bear in a red suit. I might be thinking of James Mitchell. The sinister minister. Yeah. Mm. That's the wish version. Of, no, I don't want to say that. <laughs> wish version of Paul. Bear. We got Paul Bearer at home. James Mitchell's like, yeah, you do. Um, also, Elite One Hundred Seven. Again, these are possible leaked lineups. We don't know. Rob Van Dam, Rey Mysterio, Asuka, Seth Rollins, Cody Rhodes, and L. A. Knight. All right. Yeah, and he's gonna get a chase apparently. So, well, that's cool. I like that too. New arrivals. You got anything, Adam? I got. Uh couple micro brawlers i got the owen hart japanese tour how did you not have that because that was a crate item wasn't it no the other one was you had to get like he had a couple um both blue i thought the same thing i had to go double check i'm like yep that's different really yeah um and then oh the chiba tanahashi yeah what about that skin tone Darker than yours. Way darker. I don't know where you're Me and Matt these. are trying to figure out if there's like some counterfeit ones or did something get left out in the sun. And you checked. You didn't get them from the same guy as before. Uh-uh. Different. Where was the seller located? Oh, I have to go look, I guess. I want to know if it's like China and if someone's just cranking these things out. <laughs> like they found the mold or something. Yeah. God, no mold. Weird. Shout out to Matt McSee. <laughs> no mold. Let's get into it. <laughs> <laughs> and then I got a, a new Kevin Nash figure from Sambro. Nice. Um, I was just like, yeah, I don't have that one. I'll get that one. That's a good price. Um, it's a 2010 TNA over the line. Like It came from a two-pack with Scott Steiner, I found out. Oh, really? When I looked up uh, where it came from. But, yeah, it looks pretty cool. He's like in the all-red singlet and has like the Nash 
Yeah. He's got a ponytail. Yeah, I'll check cool. it out. Add to my Nash collection. I love that. I love that for you. Um, we both got the June 2023 Pro Wrestling Crate. Yep. Um, you already rocked this Will Ospreay shirt on Sunday. The uh, Look what happened. The Billy Goat. He got his dub. Um, there's also a Jeff Hardy shirt. Oh, good shirt. Jeff Hardy shirt. If you're a Jeff Hardy fan, you like that shirt. That's yeah. for sure. The Micro Brawler kicks ass, dude. Hayabusa. Hayabusa rules. I've seen the chase. Instead of the red gear, he's in like black and gold gear. Yeah, it looks I good. Like, I like I like the chase too. Not bad. A Sheeta lapel pin, kind of like a cat. Mm, it just says Sheeta. Not bad. An FTR patch. A pro wrestling tease, uh, like Laminate, key lanyard or something. Lanyard. There we go. Um, and then who's the eight by ten? So I don't have to dig this up. Oh, Chavo. Oh, okay. Does he at least have a good signature? Or is it dog shit? I just read the thing. I haven't pulled it out yet. All right, <laughs> let's take a let's look. Let's take a look. Let's see what Chavo's doing. Um, he's got a. Oh, you know what? Chavo's got a pretty decent. And it's like a WCW, a replicated WCW promo. Oh, wow. That is cool. Yeah. It's I not never bad. would have checked that out. And yeah, that's awesome. Well, I mean, I would have, but. Not bad. Not bad that's at all. That's better than I thought it was. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I mean, one shirt is really good because it's a Will Ospreay shirt that doesn't have like his likeness on it. It's like. Yeah. It looks you know, almost like college, like a, like a, or like a athletic. Like a university shirt yeah, or something. Like yeah, I totally get that. EST. And the brawler kicks ass. I might use this little lanyard thing. I don't yeah. know. We'll see. And the Chavo Guerrero autographs. Not and terrible. next either. week or next month, it's a. NWO. Well, you can't say that, but it's it's, it's the black and white it's crate. The black and white crate. <laughs> I'm excited because who are they going to do for the brawler in that thing? Buff Bagwell. Oh, fuck. The hat and shit, man. I mean, I'll take it. Yeah, it'd be fine. Um, We had a JWA show this weekend. We'll oh, talk about yeah. that in a little bit in the stew. We got an abbreviated stew because, like we said earlier, we got a little treat on the way for you guys. Um, But the JWA promoter, our buddy Jake Sailing, he hooked me up with a Chase Razor Ramon Ultimate in that purple gear, so I oh, definitely yeah. needed that. Um, what else do I got? I don't have much. Oh, this I ordered off High Spots last Thursday, and it just came. And Adam, I told you I was thinking about doing this. That's and right. Now we're going to we do it. Alicia Fox, a.k.a. What do they call her? What's her, her real name? name? Victoria Crawford. Victor- there we go. So, yeah, you said they even talked about it a little bit on the thing. Uh, so... Matt got uh you know two Matt an eight by ten eight by ten signed uh because she is one of the Royal Rumble tattoos that Matt yep. has on his flesh and it says you know twenty two Royal Rumble number twenty seven twenty one twenty one I know it does kind of look like a seven but it's uh, a- she didn't put the thing on it so that's well one. yeah she just kind of went right from the two into the one but yeah pretty cool twenty twenty two Royal Rumble number twenty one Alicia Fox I think it looks really good. Um, and that's going to be another little minor collection that I'm going to start. And I like I'm going to kind of keep going with these 8x10s when I see people that I have on the tattoo thing. Uh, we'll go from there. Um, I got in the mail today a little vinyl album. Oh, Vinny. It's uh, Wrestling by Proxy because it's our buddy Vince Averill from the We Watch Wrestling Podcast. It's his band Cross Controls LP, uh, Try and Survive, if you guys want to check it out. Um, oh, I threw in some little some stickers. Yeah, also, let's it. open it up because I I got, like, a, one of the limited edition, like, colors. 
for the vinyl. Oh, for the actual vinyl. Yeah, let's see what it looks like. I haven't I haven't done that yet. Feel free. It's like a booklet in there too. I bet there's like a digital download. I don't know. Yeah, it seems like you got the works in here. <laughs> I got the works. Yeah. No onion. The works no onion. I just want to there was like four different choices on the vinyl and I didn't go with the like the most limited. I just went with the one that I thought looked the coolest. What's going on here? Hmm. Oh. <laughs> well, it's not in this sleeve. Oh, weird. That is weird. Unless okay. there's it's not, Looks trippy. It's it going on trippy. here. So, like, in the middle is, like, a giant black and, uh, like, yellowish. Oh, wow. Like, um, oh, they're, like, the Picto Grit disc. It is? Yeah, look at that, dude. I thought it was just me, like, a swirly. Well, it's, like, sorry. It is, like, the swirly. Okay. But you got the. It looks awesome. That's trippy. Very cool. Cross Control. It's a L.A. hardcore band. If you guys want to check them out, you should. It almost looks like tie-dyed, you know? Yeah, it looks awesome. I dig it. I dig it a lot. Um, new arrivals on the way. I'm not really sure what I got coming. Um, so I wonder if it just didn't get put in the keys. I don't know. We'll check it out. Um, but, yeah, that's it for new arrivals. And it is time, everybody, for your uh, for your treat. We've teased it enough. Let's do this. Interview. And our special treat that we were talking about earlier in the show is none other than our good friend from the Great North, the man who was on location live and in the flesh, Mr. Casey Corbin, the fire starter, hey. from what I heard. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Are you enjoying our, our, our smoke and our chemicals? And <laughs> Yeah, um, I was going to ask you about, uh, you know, the Tommy Rich situation. Yeah, the, the wild. The Tommy Rich situation <laughs> is a good thing to call it. <laughs> There's oh, there's so many Tommy Riches going on right now in Canada. It's uh, he's over like hotcakes. So. <laughs> we actually got yeah. um, our uh, we have a, a tavern league where we play cornhole or the bean bags every Wednesday night during the summer, and they canceled yeah. it because right now we're getting it looks like Silent Hill out there. It does. It's a weird haze. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, yeah. it's called. It's yeah. It's it's nice. You know, uh, I don't know how many people like. I grew up uh, with a cottage or a cabin, and uh, I grew up by the bonfire right. every night, almost sniffing in bonfire. Sure. Food. So when I go out now, I'm like, I just want to eat marshmallows. Yes. <laughs> you know, it's, it's, it, I feel the same way. I'm like, it's like I'm camping without all the hassle. Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, thank you very. Morning in progress. Whoa. Hey, there we go. Is it going now? Got it. I got it. There we go. Told me the recording's in progress. All right. <laughs> there we go. Um, once again, thanks for joining us. We like to have you on. It's kind of like I would like to have you on almost quarterly, like with the AEW pay per views. It just kind of keeps us up to date with one another. Yeah. Um, but the fact that you were actually at Forbidden Door, it's like we have to. We have to get you, you on for this check one. In. Um, and it was uh, yeah, it was sweet. Yeah. Definitely sweet. You didn't. Um, you didn't take in the collision, right? No, I did go to collision. You did? Yes, I did. Yeah, 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 yeah. I ended up. So the collision tickets when they went on sale, they were insanely crazy at first. But then they realized, and the full arena was on for sale. Okay. But then it quickly became half the arena. 
They realized mm. that like, and I said this, I've said this on my podcast, like when AEW came to Toronto the first time, they played the junior hockey rink, which is like a, a good 3,000, 4,000 seater, which is perfect for AEW. But then everybody's like, they should have been in the big rink, like where the Maple Leafs play, which is 18, 18,000 people. Yeah. So they're like saying like, we we sold 4,000, no problem. But they're saying 18,000, 18,000. And then we get a TV taping. They couldn't fill the 18,000. Mm. It took a pay-per-view to fill the 18,000. Then not only a pay-per-view like that, a pay-per-view offering, uh, offering us a Canadian against Will Ospreay, which is one, which is a match, a dream match. Yeah, two dream for matches. sure. Totally. Like two dream matches uh, in that card. And it sold out basically on those two matches alone before everything else was added. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. I feel like unlike the last year's Forbidden Show, which me, Adam, and Vince uh, Averill went to, um, they I don't know if they were a little hesitant to announce a bunch of matches because of the injury bug that kind of bit, uh, but it felt like this Forbidden Door card came together very late. Yeah, it did. You know, there was a couple matches announced, but nothing, nothing set in stone until... Pretty much right up to it, and apparently it doesn't Adam, doesn't matter. Adam Cole was not there. No, uh, you know, he they was he stayed at home for whatever and whatnot reason. Apparently he was injured, but he was on. He was in Hamilton tonight. Oh, was is, he? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was just sort of watching as uh, it's on the TV right now. I, I know we're right awful now. for asking uh, for interview time during. <laughs> we record every us. week during it that. It, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Like. <laughs> Half the time, sometimes I don't even watch Dynamite. I just read about it the next day or watch Ups and Downs or something like that, you know. Um, but, yeah, but, uh, like, there was, there's a guy, actually, a comedian slash his dad was a wrestler. Okay. And his grandpa was a wrestler, and they're in the Canadian Wrestling Hall of Fame. And uh, so he did a promotion with AEW where he was giving away 50 tickets on the floor. Wow. For Holy each shit. night. So what does that tell you that – the, 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 like again, and this is in Hamilton, and Hamilton is an NHL size rink because at one time they thought they were going to get a team, and they and didn't. They, <laughs> no, so they just got stuck with this giant NHL rink. Uh, so, so anyway, they're in that tonight, and they're giving away seats to wow. fill it. Like so, so again, people want to think they're in the WWE league, but they're not. No, but, you know but they still put on a good show, pay, but but they put on a great pay per view. Yeah, yeah, the pay per view is is definitely the. And your collision was way better than the. I went to the like kind of on a whim. I ended up buying a single seat on the floor three days before the uh, collision debut because it's it's two hours away from my front door. Yeah, and I kind of thought some some cooler shit might go down. Uh, but then the more I thought about it, the more I knew that that Punk wasn't going to be upstaged by. You know, all the guys and that came out during the second collision, basically. Right, yeah. Any New Japan guys or yeah, whatever, it was, right? it was pretty lackluster. And that I will say, what a, they were very smart in booking that United Center for that first collision because he did get cheered like a motherfucker, and you can't say the same for when he came out in Canada. Oh, no. But here's the, but here's the thing. Everybody's all on the TikToks now. They're all worried. Is CM Punk turn heel? Settle down. It could be different in Hamilton. Yeah. Like, Canada, Toronto has, has always been bizarro land. Mm. 
Everybody went against The Rock and went for Hogan. Right. That's true. You know, you have to remember that. We're not a regular wrestling town. We're crazy. <laughs> so just because we don't like CM Punk, which we do, but we also love, like, I was, I loved cheering him and booing him. Yeah. Like, yeah. But the fact is, is we stand behind our Canadians because there's not many of them in wrestling. And when you get in a fight with the Bucks, you get in a fight with Kenny. And when you get in a fight with Kenny, you get in a fight with Canada. That's right. So, so that's that's the way it is. And uh, <laughs> and uh, you know, Pepsi or no Pepsi? Like seriously, tell me what I'm telling lies. <laughs> <laughs> I keep making the joke that I don't know why Tony Khan keeps bending over for the Pepsi man when we all know oh, he's a man. Coke guy. <laughs> you know, did you see that press conference? His I, eyes did not move. He was I, just there was a he was wired. Like like the the, the paper you ended at twelve. The press conference started at like twelve thirty almost, and it went till like past two a.m. That's nuts. Holy so like, shit! Like, there are people at that hockey arena going, "Get the fuck out of here!" <laughs> yeah. yeah, there's you like know? four like, people in a yellow shirt with the you know the yeah. event staff, and they're just like, "Come on, we got to find someone's like, phone who just dropped it in their seat. Hurry up oh, and get out of here!" Oh, this guy. That's what I tell everybody. I tell everybody during the CM Punk all out fiasco, we were fishing at my phone. Yeah, you were. We, we all walked out at the same time when the press conference was over. When I got my phone. That was oh so God. fun. I thought of you today because I started listening to um, Talking Wrestling. So check that out uh, wherever you guys find podcasts. And uh, I heard uh, Reese talking about uh, you know the extracurriculars. He said that uh, he ran some uh, gentleman was getting arrested, or a couple guys might be getting arrested in the bathroom. And then my thing at the Now Arena was I thought Casey was get, got yes. into some shit because he's with the cops. And yeah. I'm like, everything all right, man? He's like, yeah, fucking phone. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I thought all this wildfire smoke might have been just Reese. <laughs> yeah, it could have. It we, we had a Cole Caban on the show. And he uh, he lights up this big blunt. And I don't know if Cole's cool to that. Or, but I'm like, dude. I'm like, dude I feel what, like he's what? very indifferent. He just. See one screen of the Zoom just gets a big smoke fire, like you know, look like New York a couple weeks ago, you know, while the rest of us are all okay in our squares. But yeah, it's uh, yeah, it, it, but it, the, the, the pay per view was great. Like it was great. They always do great pay per views. But even yes. like Collision was fun, and uh, and I will say like their their t shirt selection got better. Like I, I, all out, I was really depressed and really sad at what they had to offer. Yeah, I and agree. Even even at this one, the third, the Saturday, the Friday—I mean, the Saturday night collision had less to offer than the Forbidden Door had a lot of Forbidden Door stuff to offer. But um, like, I wanted the uh, the CM Punk FTR Bret Hart shirt. Oh, the I'm affectionately referring to that as the Cum Farter shirt. Yes, the cum farter <laughs> shirt. <laughs> but no, it is a good shirt. It is a good shirt. Well, totally good. I like the FTR. I, I didn't too. want to wear the FTR rainbow yesterday because this weekend because it's still pride and I don't want anybody jumping on my back looking for piggyback rides. Right. You know, like that, I'm all supportive, but get off my back already. You know. <laughs> so, so I just like I just I, I'll wear that rainbow thing any other time of the year. But no, but it's uh, but the thing the thing is is I wanted the new FCR CM Punk shirt, 
and uh, it wasn't there. I did oh. get this. Uh, pretty Ooh, sweet. that is pretty sweet. Oh, I love that. Which is, uh, it's pretty sweet. And I can't remember the last time I got a Bullet Club shirt. Like yeah. It's been about 10 years since I've been a Hot Topic because they won't let me in anymore because <laughs> the kids. And, uh, yeah, so so anyway. But, but yeah, the matches were great. The only part that really bothered me, though, the Don Callis coming back to the ring. Yeah, we were saying how and weird that, that was. Yeah, after you're thrown out, you can't come back. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, it's okay, you're back. Or what's the point? But it's like, exactly. it's not like if you do disguise yourself, like he's still wearing everything that's sparkly, so he's very easy to pick out. He had disco ball shoes yeah. and a yeah. sequence jacket, and it's just like you could have came back as a, a cameraman or whatever. It's just, yeah. Or even and, the security, uh, they, yeah. they they were you know in like yeah the security was the in riot gear whatever it is and the, their their face was covered up. He they could have easily done sure that. sneak one of those or <laughs> we never saw who those dudes were. Or we saw who one of them was. one. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's just a little uh, that was a little ridiculous. But um, Sting, I just put up on the um, uh, Sting taking that table bump Oof. from Sammy Guerrero. I'm like, dude, you're 61. Come on. Why are you even? You don't have anything that? to prove. Okay, we There's were debating. Was Sting supposed to roll off of that table and just didn't get get out of there in time? It seemed like uh, it. It, well, it. If you look, or. he like goes to. I don't know. Yeah. It wasn't good. It wasn't good either. Way. Yeah. Either way. Yeah. Yeah, and for some reason, I got it on tape. I was like, "Oh, this I want to see." I'm like, oh, no, I don't. I posted it it with the caption, that's got a sting. Which is. Yes, folks. I'm sure I sure heard more than that, though. But but the funniest is my roommate, who I was with, we uh, didn't. See, he said he didn't want to go to the pay per view uh, right at seven when the doors, or when the doors open at six, he didn't want to go. To at least seven. Wait, is this the same Guns and Roses like, guy that you went with? No, this is my roommate. <laughs> he's another comedian. He's on uh, he's on Letterkenny TV yeah. show. Oh, that's and, right. Uh, and he's really really funny, but he doesn't like big crowds of people. So um, so he was like, uh, "Yeah, I don't want to go so early because it's going to be like a six hour card." And I was like, "The show has to be over by 11. He's like, "It's going to go to twelve. I'm like, "It's going to go to eleven. So we put money on it. We put $50 on it. <laughs> and I was like, so if it goes from 11 to 11.15, I get $50. But if it goes from 11.30 to 12, you get the money. But there's a phantom zone in between yeah. 15.30. That's, that's a push. So Fair. we decide on it. We shake on it. And then I'm just watching every match. I'm looking at the time. I'm, I'm timing each match. I'm like, oh, this isn't good. <laughs> there are two matches in, and it's always there are two matches in. And it's already been two and a half hours. Yes. You know, like just I'm like, who? Why can't they time pace a card? Yeah, like they're not good like, at that. No, no I give them like, a pass though because if you're only doing the four a year, true, like, or in this case, five, when they've added the forbidden door or whatever, you might as well I'm bank okay on with it a four being... or five hour card. Right. I just don't want every month WWE doing that. It's too much. Tony, Tony Khan in the, in the press conference said, we're in the three hour range for every pay-per-view we've done yeah. since the pay-per-view started. Yeah. So right. So he's not including the ring of honor, the matches before seventh, 
He's only starts saying from eight o'clock, and he says we come in the three hour range, which means three fifty nine. Yes, that, yeah, <laughs> four hours. Yeah, and you did a, goes, an hour pre show. Yeah. Come in. I was like, you're you're running four hour marathons, and it's just like you're like look at the the Kenny Omega match took the gas out of that place. I wouldn't want to follow that. That match was incredible. Yeah, like, but Jericho knows how to handle that because he had to follow Hogan Rock. Yep. So, you know, he's like, here we go again. And, uh, you know, but, but he was the buffer in between the two, the two dream matches. Mm -hmm. So not the best spot to be, but a good spot for a guy that says, oh, he's always about Chris Jericho. True. That to me is a selfless spot. That's a, that's, that's, that's the girl's spot. You know, that's where Ruby Soho is supposed to go. You know, like, that's not Chris Jericho's spot, but hey. I'm glad you said Ruby and not Sky Blue, you son of a bitch. Oh, <laughs> Sky Blue. We love Look Sky her. Blue over here. I know, and now you got Grace, guys. You got, now you got Tommy Rich. <laughs> that's right. There's no Sky Blue. You, Tommy Rich and Sky Blue do not make a good tag team. Mm-mm, they do not. Cloudy days. <laughs> Um, I will say also, uh, uh, what else did I thought thought that was great about it? Oh, so many things. Um, yeah, that, that, that main event, Daniel Bryan, again, Okada, like that was just, it was a beauty, but it was just crazy the way, because it ended just so suddenly. Yeah. Yeah. We're, I couldn't believe he tapped. Yeah, at that and then night. Have you seen the X-ray now? Yeah. Holy shit! Oh, like, mine was that's, worse. That's true. <laughs> did you you wrestle with a with a broken arm? I didn't. You well, with I did. It was like basement wrestling, if you will. It was yeah, nice, but you, you gotta realize also, like Brian Danielson has vegan arm strength. Like he's got <sighs> vegan bones. Yeah. Oh boy, which is very very soft, soft and calcium. Uh, he, he has to take I agree. Pills. Yeah. Matt, when's the last time you drank some milk? Ugh. See, that's why you're it. that's why your bone broke in ninth grade when I threw you over the the couch. The couch. It did. It snapped <laughs> in half. It was bad. Casey knows. That's uh, it. You had vegan it bones. And I'm just applying common sense to these things. Like, yeah. I'm just you know I'm just trying to say. I'm gonna rethink um, things. <laughs> we live in yeah. the dairy state. Yeah, we do. I can get you milk. You do. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you can get it. It's like Milwaukee's like for beer and milk, right? You're in the milk state. Pretty much. But you're the beer capital of the milk state. I'd like to know how much beer is consumed compared to milk. It's probably more of the... Like it's probably, from an adult. Yeah. Now, now, mind you, milk has an advantage. Like if beer came from boobies, true, you wouldn't be able to get a, a anybody to talk. That's true. You'd be drinking beer all the time. So... But uh, it's it's not it's milk. So, but um, yeah, who knows? What was your? What would you say is your match of the night? We got about ten minutes left on the Zoom here. The match of the night. Well, I, I gotta say it was it was one hundred percent Omega versus uh, Omega versus uh, Osprey. Osprey. Has and to I be. will say this. Now look at that. This is this makes so much sense, and you're gonna be and, and it just there's it has to happen. And I say this about a lot of things when they don't happen. I get upset. But this has to happen. So the first Will Ospreay versus Omega happened in Japan where they both wrestled. Yep. Now we wrestle at Kenny's house. We're going to Wembley. Yeah, got it, right? The remake has to 
That's your main event for Wembley. Oh, I, I agree. That'll be sweet. Omega. I don't think you Osprey wait till Wrestle Kingdom. No, that would be great. You don't. You can't. Yeah. You got to sell out Wembley Stadium. Mm-hmm. You got to put this in the WWE space. Yeah, yeah. I agree. They're that's... already at sixty thousand tickets sold without announcing anything. That's crazy. They announce this, they'll sell it out. Absolutely. And you probably won't have Daniel Bryan anymore, or you know Brian well, Danielson now. Yeah, I think the timetable is very. It's very much kind of right there. And what risk fucking fucking up his arm again? You know what I mean? Well, he has like, a cast on. He yes, goes Bob Orton on everybody. Works for Cody Rhodes. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be the way uh, Osprey. So there's a guy. You know this Chris Van Fleet guy yeah. or whatever his name yep. is? He's a guy from up here in Toronto. Uh, I saw him have Will Osprey on. They were talking about it. Will Osprey was saying how much he enjoys AEW and how they've never done. he's never done proper television before. So well, he doesn't want to live in America. That he wrestled, the wrestling that he styled that he wrestled was t- toned down because he knew he was wrestling for the cameras mm. as well as the people, which he's never had to factor in before. Because yeah. in Japan, they just go. They right. just go. Yep. But, you know, like, that's why I love we're sitting behind the camera, camera side. I don't need to be on TV. I just want them to look like they're paying attention to me. Yes. And not the people behind them. You know, I was looking for you at first, and then I realized all the pictures you were sending me. I'm like, oh. He's he's right by where the TV cameras are. We're not oh, yeah. going to see him. Yeah. Well, I had we had um, we had uh, seats in the three hundreds behind the TV, but then uh, luckily uh, for us, we all know the great Vince Averill, who mm. uh, next thing you know he bumped us up and down. We were down in the first level. What a godsend! He's, he's the greatest. I feel like we always talk about how great that man is. Um, are you no, going to make is, it to the? To Detroit at all for SummerSlam? I'm, it seems like it's I'm right there. I'm not going to be there. Oh, no. I'm going to. I have floor seats for SmackDown later in August okay. here in Toronto. And I'm going with Squirrely Dan yes. uh, from Letterkenny. So I'm hoping that maybe we might get. And Reese is going to be with us too. But I'm hoping that maybe we might get backstage because wrestlers love letter kenny yes and, well they reference and, and, a, a lot yeah. of stuff oh there's a ton of good references for that <clears throat> yeah so so anyways who knows what's gonna happen yeah, that'll be a fun night regardless and um and yeah 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 uh, but uh i totally lost track where i was just saying oh yeah vince got it those great tickets yes. i won't be at SummerSlam. i'm gonna be in winnipeg you idiot! Uh, uh, at the Yuck Yucks in Winnipeg that weekend. So nice, right on. yeah. We gotta work. We gotta get paid. So. Yeah, I hear that. <laughs> I definitely hear that. Well, we gotta get up. Uh, you know, meet you in the flesh again one of these days. Yeah, for sure. Um, Tale of the Taker on Spotify. All your shits back up on Spotify, which is awesome. I know. I know. My my listenership has has increased like literally like two thousand. Well, I was like maybe. I dropped so low, but literally, uh, in the last 28 days, my increase has been 148%. So, um, I'm back up to 3,500 listeners. So 2000 Americans have already come in. It's all America, man. Like, thank you. (laughs) Oh, you're Uh, welcome. Thank you for the smoke. (laughs) Yeah. Well, you know, the, the New Yorkers were the only people that upset me because you think Mexico gives a fuck when right. California burns every yeah, year? Yeah, no doubt. No doubt. They're, no, they're like, thank you for heating us more. But like, and like the smoke makes it over the wall, you know? And, and then 
The, um, the worst people are the New Yorkers. And in New Jersey, they're complaining about pollution. I'm like, you live in New Jersey. Yeah. And like, <laughs> and then, and what bothered me the most about the New Yorkers, I'll just say, oh, America, I love America. But in a situation like this, you have to realize it's not on purpose. Right. And sure. If it is, it's by a greater evil. And that evil's not <laughs> Canadian. And, um, you know, we didn't scoop up any Nazis after the war. But anyway. <laughs> Um, I, but anyways, oh, actually that's not true because I know. <laughs> we named Fritz Von Erich. We were named, the Von Erichs were named by Stu. Mm, oh yeah. Yep. the Von Erichs. So that's why the, the families were so close because, um, the father of Von Erich started wrestling in Calgary after his, whatever career he had. So anyways, long story short, um, uh, everybody's complaining about all the smoke while Canada's burning. I was like, that's so sad because there's a Broadway play called From Afar, and it's all about how 9-11 happened, which was the last time America and New York was covered in smoke, (laughs) and they shut down their border, and thousands of Americans were left stranded with nowhere to go because they couldn't go home. Mm -hmm. So we gave them Newfoundland, which is the dumbest province of Canada, but still... The, the, we took in like thousands and thousands yeah, yeah. and thousands of Americans. Gave them a spot. Put them up in our, put them up in our houses. Beggars can't be choosers schools, situation. Put them up in our churches. They all got drunk. Now they all go back there. The tourist dollars are through the roof. Really? Because all these people go back there every year to celebrate 9-11. Because for them, it was an experience that, they, that they'd never experienced before. Because Newfoundlanders are the nicest people in Canada. Because... They're just happy to see people because it's the coldest fucking spot in America. Oh. So, so you know. So, anyways, um, yeah. And there's a play about it called "From a, uh, From Far From Home," and it's all about uh, the Newfoundlanders and the Americans and 9/11 and that whole story. And uh, you know, we still go to every war with America. That's true. You know, we're, we still got your back. You know, all the time, <laughs> like. Fuck, come on. We're not setting these fires on purpose. They're just happening, bud. We like, know. We How know. close is any of that stuff to you at all? Is it you're not in any is it just way over here oh. and it's just Um I thought you were gonna move no. the, the camera out the out window. The window. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, yeah, see that it looks like backdraft. <laughs> He's like, yeah, Well, yeah, I gotta yeah, touch yeah. my uh hey, I, gotta I gotta tap my doorknob before yeah, I open it. I gotta water my <laughs> house real quick. Um <laughs> I don't. I don't think it's. I don't think it's that bad. Not like I have a cottage. I have a lot of land, and uh, I don't think it's that bad. I'll be up there next week. But we've been hit by two tornadoes in the last ten years, and we've lost a lot of stuff through that. I'm like, I don't think we're going to get hit by fires. Like, fuck, nobody likes us. Nobody hates us that much. <laughs> so, you know. So it's, but, you're good. You're good. Is good. Okay. I hope so. I hope so, bud. <laughs> All right. Uh, us too. Well, thank hey, you very much guys. again. Yeah. Uh, Anytime, uh, the invite is open. Anytime you want to come on this show, we'd love to come on your show. If you're ever talking wrestling, you can find it anywhere you find this podcast. That's for sure. Um, real quick. We have like a minute left. Today is the 25th anniversary of King of the ring. 1998, the, the infamous hell in a cell. Where were you watching that? Do you know? Uh, 1998, I don't know, but I'm going to say probably, uh, probably at a bar called local heroes which used to run all the pay-per-views on a TV, just especially for us, because we went in after work. That's why they named we, it so that. We get there, local heroes. We, <laughs> yeah, we get there at 11, watch it there, and uh, that's most likely. Or, if that's not the case, no, 
No, that's probably it. Definitely it. Or I just watched it in my house because yeah. we always had an illegal cable hookup at my place. So. Hell yeah. Nice. <laughs> yeah. All right, man. We'll get together soon. We love you. Thanks a lot, guys. Thanks. Thanks. Right we'll see you. Peace. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Thanks. The Wrestling Stew is where we can discuss anything that has hit our wrestling radar since last week. Television, podcast, Twitter, all ingredients are welcome in the Wrestling Stew. I've never seen that fellow yet. When you got the thing properly applied that you couldn't uh, make his eyeballs bloodshot for maybe sometimes five or six weeks or so with the red All right, just want to say a big thank you to Casey Corbin. That was a a fun time, as always. Um, Love Corbini. He's welcome on the show anytime, just like we said. Always a great time. We are going to do a really quick, uh, we're not really going to do a a full-on wrestling stew. We're going to touch on the JWA that we were at this weekend, and uh, everything else we're going to kind of hold off on. We'll do the Deathmatch Jake recommended match of the week next week. And uh, next week will be kind of back to our regular scheduled programming, if you will. Um, I'm going to throw it to you, Adam, for most of the JWA stuff, because I didn't get there till intermission. Got to make that money. That's right. What a card. A lot of of happenings in JWA. So we found out early that our champion, Axel Rico, Axel Rico uh, uh, was injured. Um, broken collarbone iron. So uh, changes had to be made. Uh, there was going to be a match for the interim JWA champion. And I was there for that. That was the main event. And it was super hot. It was really good. Yeah. It ended up being Scotty flash, Scotty flash. We talk like he's an Irish guy, but he's not Scotty yeah. flash versus Inestra, former JWA heavyweight champion. And that just lost it. Not, a month ago. Yeah, two months. Was it two months ago? I guess the it axles? would be now, yeah. too. Yep. Um, but no, those guys had an absolute banger for that interim title. Scotty Flash ends up on top. Uh, we also saw a debut of another dog. Who? Uh, it was against. Oh, I didn't see this. Yes. Not the Moon Dog. Moon Dog Murray. He's been around, but who was Mad it? Mad Dog. Mad Dog versus the Moon Dog. Yes, Connor uh, Core brought him out okay. and said that uh, you know he kind of found him and brought him to the table, and they had a dog fight. Holy shit! And uh, there was a dog collar involved. Um, not saying they both wore dog collars, but like the dog dog collar chains. I saw a uh, a I saw something where Moon Dog got suplex on the outside or something. Yes, got wrench. Suplex on the cement. It was brutal. I've never seen because we've seen uh, Matt or Moondog Murray, yeah, in in, in some crazy uh, brawls for sure. This new guy, watch out! So putting the whole uh, JWA roster on notice. So it was, it, it was a night of debuts, really. Yeah, we also saw um, what's his name. It was uh, Xavier Sky took on. Adam Stallion for the Badger State title, and that was another great Fantastic. one. Fantastic! Every match I saw was insanely it, it, good. It keeps getting better every month. Country it, Air it, versus uh, Alpha Zeta Zeta for the titles. That, that thing ended in a huge scrum, right? 
uh, oh my gosh, the whole locker room came out and it had to be, everybody had to keep everybody. It was, it was brawling in the stands. Madness. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of that. There's a couple other debuts before you got there, but the, the, yeah, it was, uh, you got to get to these shows, man. Fairgrounds, Rock County Fairgrounds, JWA Stock Pavilion. Um, the fairgrounds is being used for the fair the month of July, so we don't have a show in July. Yes, um, we were supposed to have one tonight, right? But these, uh, this we just talked about it with Casey. The smoke that's uh, engulfing the whole area has 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 put an end to that. So uh, unhealthy is what the news says. Yeah, so. because it was going to be an outdoor show, so right? You can't right. expect your athletes to go out there, and we don't want the fans to sit out there in, no. in, in the snow. In the I almost said the snow. We'll let you sit in snow. Yeah, don't start um, talking like that just yet. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so we're gonna hopefully get a, a rescheduled date for that. Yep, because that's that'll be awesome to have wrestling at the Tallman House, you mm-hmm. know, historical Rock County, and. Um, and see a band out there, but the next one will be the National Night Out, August first, yep. which I think is a Tuesday night. Tuesday night, Traxler Park here they, in Janesville. They have announced it will be Uptown Mauler versus the Janesville Mauler main event anywhere in the Rock County. Boom! <laughs> All right. Well, I'm looking forward to that. Me too. Um, I'm looking forward to sitting back down with you next week, Adam. We'll get back to our regularly scheduled programming again. Big thank you to Casey Corbin. We appreciate that. Hell yeah. Um, anything else? Follow us on the socials. Please uh, do. Other than that, no man survey says. Another one for the good guys. We'll see ya. Reach for the sky, boy. 